Welcome to the Opera Cheat Sheet. I'm Sinjin Flynn. And I'm Eric Skelly. And this week we're talking about Verdi's Louisa Miller, which debuted in Naples in 1849. Where are we in Verdi's career here with Louisa Miller, Eric? A very significant turning point, actually. This is the very last opera in Verdi's early period. He is going to go on from this and uh, compose Rigoletto, which begins the very fertile middle period, which is where he really bloomed and became, you know, the genius composer that we know and admire still to this day. And Louisa Miller, he's not yet made, he's not quite made the, the final jump to the, uh, the musicological innovations that mark the start of his middle period, but he's very close to it. And the thing is with, with Louisa Miller is that I mean, it's another one of those that just has an absurd plot. It's just absurd. But you don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's because, actually based on a Schiller play, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But the melodies, I mean, the absolutely brilliant melodies just come one after the other, which is why it keeps getting revived so much today because all the singers, you know, want to take a, a jab at this. You know, everybody gets at least one, if not two or three great arias in the course of this opera, as well as duets and all kinds of fun things to sing. It's set the first half of the 18th century, I believe, in the Tyrol region in the mountains. Right, in, in a rural setting up in the, in the high in the Tyrolean Alps. Who is Louisa Miller? She is a humble daughter of, a, of the Miller, of a Miller called Miller. <laughs> Old Miller. <laughs> Former soldier. Yeah. And she is in love with Carlo. Well, a guy who she thinks is Carlo. Carlo. Right. But in fact, his real name is Rodolfo, and he is the son of the local count, Count yes. Volta. He's a nobility. So we've got a, uh, a girl from the wrong side of the tracks sort of story going on. And Carlo is passing himself off as a sort of commoner because he doesn't want his, his title, his aristocracy to get in the way of the feelings that he and Louisa have for each other. And it hasn't, because they, they're very much in love with one another, but she doesn't know who he really is. Unfortunately, we have this situation where Verm, who is the Count's steward, is in love with Louisa. Yeah, and he's a nasty piece of work. <laughs> he is just vile. I mean, the man's name is Verm Worm. I mean, you know, how much, how much more obvious can you be? And he does all he can to make sure that Rodolfo, or Carlo, and Luisa don't get to be happy together. Mm, yeah. And what complicates things, of course, is that the Count wants Rodolfo to marry... His niece. Federica. Yeah. Who is a duchess. Right. So she she's aristocracy as well. Right. And she and Rodolfo knew one another as children. She they was grew up together. in love. They grew mm -hmm. up together. She was fell in love with him. But she got married off to some old guy and he died. So now she's back <laughs> and wants to take another crack at Rodolfo at the behest of Rodolfo's father, who, unbeknownst to Rodolfo, has proposed marriage to Federica on Rodolfo's behalf. Yeah. Of course, what happens is that Verm reveals to Miller who Carlo really is. Yeah. That he is Rodolfo. How does Miller react? 
Uh, well, he it doesn't react well. <laughs> Nobody reacts well because they're they're all well, as realistic as one can be in, in 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 an absurd plot like this. He he realizes there's no there's no future for them. There's there's no possible way this could end well because for his of the daughter. different stations in life. Absolutely, and of course the count when he finds out that Rodolfo loves Luisa. He doesn't want that to happen either. No. And at that point, Rodolfo reveals to Louisa who he is and comes clean with her and says, you know, I still, I am still in love with you and, and says to his father, and you're not going to do anything about this because if you do anything to harm Louisa and her father, I'm going to tell everybody how you got to be Count. And apparently it's a very nasty tale indeed. <laughs> Of course, adding a, another layer of complication is the fact that Federica is now at the castle. She has arrived. She's in love with Rodolfo, and, and she's expects expecting to marry him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wow. <laughs> well, of course. What a pickle. <laughs> with Rodolfo's threat to reveal the truth of how his father came to the earldom, the father lets Louisa and Miller her father go. Right. For the time being. For the time being. And that, I think, is where we are at the end of Act One. Yes. Act Two, we have a problem. Because yeah. at the beginning of Act Two, Louisa finds out that her father has actually been arrested. Dragged away in chains, as a matter of fact. And so who arrives shortly thereafter but Vorm, who basically tells her that her father is going to be executed, but tells her that he can free her father if she does what he wants. And what he wants is for her to sign a letter that he's written for her saying that she's in love with Vorm, that she has been deceiving Rodolfo all along. And she was only after him. his money. Yes, exactly. And uh, if she signs that letter, he will get her father freed. Of course, that, that's <laughs> such an unfair situation to put her in because she's being torn now between her love for Rodolfo and her love for her father. Right. Of course, that's precisely what Verm knows. Exactly. So she does sign it, though, doesn't she? She does, unfortunately. And she also promises that if questions about it, she will uphold the story th 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 that she has signed her name to in the letter. Yeah, she'll lie. And she goes to the castle to tell Federica that she really does not love Rodolfo. Right, to sort of strengthen the ruse in, in a sense. So we're at the castle, and Volta is so upset because Rodolfo had threatened to reveal this, this stain in his past. Yes. And he's venting with Worm, who says, it's okay because we've now got this letter that is on its way to Rodolfo. Louisa is admitting... She never loved Rodolfo, which means that Rodolfo can... Marry Federica. There's no impediment now to their marriage. Right. Or so it seems. <laughs> but what we also get then is Volta telling what he did to the old count. Yeah. Killed him. Killed him. Killed him so that he would get... He would get his money that he could pass on to Rodolfo. And his title. And he'd get the title for himself. Right. Nice guy. <laughs> Federica enters, and Volta tells her that Rodolfo's seeming infatuation with Luisa is over, 
And then Worm brings Louisa in and she says, I never really loved him. Yeah. So everything seems to be going the way that the bad people want it to. Absolutely. And continues to do so when Rodolfo gets Louisa's letter and reads it. And this is the point at which Rodolfo has probably the most famous number in the score. It's called, it's an aria called Quando le sere al placido. And he thinks back on the happy times he had with Louisa and laments, you know, that it was all a sham. Uh, but it's an absolutely gorgeous aria. It's very famous. Every tenor who, you know, wants to make a, a, a career singing Verdi will, will, will do this aria. Verm shows Rodolfo the letter. And, of course, it's not just a letter saying that Louisa never really loved Rodolfo. She also says that she intends to elope with Verm and get married. Right. Rodolfo is incensed, and he challenges Verm to a duel. Right. They draw their pistols, and Verm sort of takes a coward's way out. He shoots a pistol in the air so that all these people can run in to see what's going on. Volta knowing that Rodolfo is incensed by the supposed treachery of Louisa, as she has signed off on in the letter, he says to Rodolfo, well, look, if it makes you happy, why don't you go ahead and marry her anyway? <clears throat> knowing, of course, that he's going to say no. Right. And he does say no. In that case, then, I guess you'll get married to Federica. Yeah. <laughs> Success is the best revenge. What is also interesting in the, uh, this aria at the end of Act 2 is Rodolfo saying that the altar and the tomb are the same for him. Yeah. He's going to go, he, he's going to pretend to go to, uh, to acquiesce to marrying Federica, but he's actually already planning to kill both Louisa and himself. End of Act 2. Yes. Act 3. They are preparing Rodolfo's wedding to Federica. Yep. We're back in the home of the Millers. Right. Because... Miller has been freed. Because Louisa Vorm, signed the letter. Vorm actually... <laughs> Followed through on something. Actually did something right. Yeah, he'd actually actually uh, stayed true to his word. So Miller arrives home, and uh, he finds Louisa despondent, as you can imagine, and uh, wanting to commit suicide, actually. And he has to talk her out of it and says, you know, I, I need you to stay with me. And she says, it's true, that I renounced my love for Rodolfo but only here on earth. Again, that sense that they will be united in heaven. They will be united in death. Right. Of course, the Miller, Miller is so pleased and grateful because of what she has done to get him freed. And he leaves to go to bed and Rodolfo appears. Right. And out of sight of Louisa, he has a vial of poison and he pours it into a... As you do. As you do. <laughs> Well, in those days, I guess, you know, everybody, everybody, carried, a vial everybody of carried a vial of poison. It's like a cell phone. Right. <laughs> so uh, he pours it in this little jug of water and pours a glass for each of them. And they both drink. And he shows her the letter and he says to her, did you write this letter? And she says, yes, I did, because she doesn't know that there's poison in the water. Right. And Rodolfo says, well, in that case... Ha-ha, guess what? <laughs> We're both going to die because there's poison in the water. Right. At which point, she's freed of all obligation to because lie Because she knows Revolfo, she's going to die. She's going to die. So she tells him everything. She, she confesses. She, she tells him all, you know, the whole Vorm plot and everything. 
And of course, it's too late to do anything but sort of hold each other and die lyrically. But before they do die lyrically, Miller comes back in, Worm comes back in, and Rodolfo stabs and kills Worm. Yes. Thank heaven. I mean, gosh. I mean, wouldn't that be awful? All of this, you know, awful stuff happening and Worm gets away scot-free. That would be awful. So we have this array of dead bodies at the end of Act 3. Uh-huh. This very convoluted plot. What is it that makes Louisa Miller a great Verdi opera? Verdi's music, as always. I mean, even when you have absurdities in the plot, he is able to take uh, these characters and through their music give them life despite their absurdity of their situations. Uh, I mean, not intentional absurdity, obviously, but... And in addition to which, he's just really coming into his own at this point. I mean, I'm not kidding. This score is just chock-a-block with one great, catchy melody after another just expertly employed by Verdi. You cannot come away from this opera without humming the score. I I, I defy anyone to try. It's, It's impossible. And the role of Louisa? A good role for a soprano? Very much so, because it is a role that requires a lyric soprano with a little bit of heft. I mean, going sort of toward the spinto side, which is why uh, sopranos like Katia Ricciarelli and Montserrat Caballé have had such great success with it and Renata Scotto. It, it requires you to be a little bit on the spinto side to get over some, you know, heavier orchestrations. But at the same time, it's got some coloratura uh the, her opening aria, uh, Lo vidi al primo palpito, in, in the beginning of Act One, is just all over the place in terms of uh, acrobatic coloratura, and it requires a real lightness of touch. You know, so it, has, it, it requires a lot of the soprano, and it's, it's a very showy title role. And, of course, Luisa and Rodolfo, one of the great love pairings in opera. Absolutely. And, again, in Luisa and, and Old Biller, you've got that, uh, that father-daughter. Father theme mm-hmm. that, that appears in Verdi so regularly. As he will explore it in his next opera, Rigoletto. Exactly right. Verdi's Louisa Miller. That's this week's Opera Cheat Sheet. I'm Sinjin Flynn. And I'm Eric Skelly. Thank you for listening.